Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Target Locking on in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust. Destination Debbie, welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, Elite Seekers? Here we are. Episode 42, second one of January 2022, and it's going to be a good one. This is part two of our All Elite Seeker Award show, so I'm hyped up as we kind of have another send-off for these guys that are no longer going to be underclassmen when the next college football season starts. So, you know, it's just a big deal, a big deal. We love it. We love to kind of See where we're at with these guys, guys that we've been talking about since when they came in as high school recruits to now being one year away from the NFL draft in a lot of cases. So it's a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. And you know what it is. It is time for the wide receivers and the tight ends today. But we had some great stuff this week. If you're in the recruiting world, we had the All-American Bowl. I'm not going to get too much into that because uh, I'd like to do an episode on that. So I think we'll chat about the All-American Bowl and some of my thoughts around that, tying that into some prospects that you probably already know if you've been listening to the show over the last year. That should be a fun one. And we also had the national championship. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs who knocked off Alabama. I did not see that coming. But what a game. What a game. You saw two powerhouse teams coming to battle. Georgia definitely had that chip on their shoulder, you know, already having a loss to Alabama this season. And, you know, just you love to see it. You love to see these guys battling and it's given everything they got in the national championship game. Again, I thought Bryce Young was going to take it. I thought he was going to lead his team, but they were just not able to overcome the injuries, including losing Jameson Williams early on in that game, already being down Mechie. Uh, definitely thought we were going to see some crazy things happen with the youngsters there. Obviously, Ja'Cory Brooks getting a lot of playing time, and, and that was big for him this season. But you got to see a Jai Hall come in. That is my number one guy in the class of 2024. Uh, he did have some chances there. He made some good plays. He missed some plays. But what a great learning experience. I would have loved to see him. You know, a lot more earlier in the season, but you can't hate on it. I'm really, really excited for what's to come for a Jai Hall. They are going to need some playmakers to step up next year for Alabama. Now, getting back into the swing of things with Elite Seekers has been awesome. I appreciate all of you that have reached out via Twitter, Discord, you name it. We're definitely getting a lot of love on the show. A lot of questions coming in. 
And as always, I get back to every single one of you as soon as I, I see that. It might take me a little bit of time, but I promise you I will get back. So, you know, let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what you think about the prospects we're talking about. If it's somebody you haven't heard of before, go out there, make sure you put your eyes on it. You check out the film for yourself. Don't take my word for it. You got to make your own decisions when you're playing Devi or C2C or any type of fantasy football, really. You got to put your own eyes to it and just make those decisions. You know, take in all of that information and make the best decision based on what you believe and what you see. But I'm telling you, we're here. We are here and we are doing this for you. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. So hit me up anytime at the Ben Eby on Twitter. And, hey, you know, let's chop it up. Let's talk about some of these prospects. But without further ado, it is part two of the Elite Seekers Awards show, the All Elite Seekers Awards. We already gave out quarterback. We already gave out running back. So now it's time for the wide receivers. And let's get right into it. Now this one might piss some people off. We might ruffle some feathers and I'm completely okay with that. You're probably getting on here and if you know the prospects in this class, in the 2023 draft eligible class, we're talking about wide receiver. You're going to look at me and you're going to tell me the top guy is Kayshawn Boutte or maybe more recently, Jackson Smith and Jigma. But I'm here to tell you, my top guy, when they hit the NFL draft, when it's all said and done, my prediction and my All Elite Seeker Award is going to Quentin Johnston. Yes, Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver out of TCU, playing for the Horned Frogs, six foot four, 201 pounds, and a guy that just oozes with alpha potential. I know, I know, we're seeing a lot more of these smaller players, these amazing route runners go out there and do some damage. And I'm not going to knock you for that. I really like Keishon Boutte, and I really like Jackson Smith and Jigba. Now, where I think Quentin Johnston really, you know, will shine through is, again, he is that alpha, both in how he plays and his personality. We already talked about the 6'4 size, but if you watch him play, he is a blazer. His acceleration for being 6'4 is just incredible. He catches the ball so smooth, so fluid. Really reminds me a lot of a young A.J. Green. And I think A.J. Green, having played for the Bengals all those years when they were just awful, was under the radar. Yeah, we know he was a beast. We know he won a lot of awards along the way, but he was, he was always a guy that I felt like was just under the radar. He truly was a, a top three receiver of his time. But I'm telling you, Quentin Johnston playing for that, that TCU offense at, hey, let's be honest, this is not a juggernaut offense. And Quentin Johnston just goes out there and performs. Think about some of these games. Against Baylor, November 6th. Quinton takes five receptions, turns that into 142 yards. Yeah, that's good for 28 yards per catch. And let's throw that touchdown on there as well. Going to West Virginia, back in October 23rd. Five catches, 
113 yards, 22 yards per catch. How about Oklahoma? Seven catches, 185 yards, three touchdowns. How about against Cal? Five catches, 95 yards, another two touchdowns. Early on, he's just doing it. Freshman season, he was doing it. Plays Louisiana Tech, a team that he should go out there and really beat up. He does just that. Five receptions, 133 yards, a touchdown. So what you're seeing is a trend. You're seeing a trend of a player who wants to break out. Now we're hearing some rumors. Jackson Dart, we know he is a stud freshman quarterback from USC's in the transfer portal. Ole Miss is an option. Oklahoma is an option. All of a sudden today, you're hearing TCU is an option. Now, if Jackson Dart goes and starts throwing some passes to Quentin Johnston, I'm telling you, everybody is going to be all over this. This would be a huge upgrade, in my opinion, at the quarterback position and really allow Quentin to kind of spread his wings and, and do more damage than he's already doing. We know what Kayshawn Boutte was able to do against great competition. Now, I'm a little worried about the ankle injury. That happens. You know, we don't know a whole lot. It's kind of a cloudy, murky situation. But in the long run, I'm confident he'll be okay. And he might end up being the top guy when it's all said and done. I get that. Then we go over and look at Jackson Smith and Jigba. JSN. What did he do? He just absolutely torched everybody as the third guy behind Olave, behind Garrett Wilson. They say he was the third guy. You look at those numbers, I don't think so. But he goes out there and just torches everybody. He's not a super athlete. He's a good athlete. Great route running. Great hands. Just not that, that super alpha that I think you know, has that higher ceiling. So we'll see. Any of these guys could be the top dog. But I'm telling you, I feel like Quentin Johnston is getting disrespected. I feel like Quentin Johnston is going to be the guy. And that's why, you know what, this is, Elite Seeker is my baby. I'm giving Quentin Johnston the All Elite Seeker Award for wide receivers with the big upset. Most people ain't picking Quentin Johnston. I'll tell you that right now. But I feel strongly about this. I feel good about this. And I think you will too in the long run. So, hey, Quentin Johnston, tear it up, man. Sad to see you leave the underclassmen group. Means we won't be talking about you more on Elite Seekers. But congratulations on being the all-elite seeker wide receiver from the 2023 draft eligible class. Now that the class of 2023 for the draft eligible group is moving on, who steps up? Who has a chance? Who is our all-elite seeker award watch list out of wide receivers for next year? I got to start with my guy, Jai Hall. I know we didn't see him play as much as we thought, especially after that spring game where he just balled out. But we got to see some grand opportunities for him due to injuries in a national championship, and I think that's promising. I think that's very promising. I was a little worried that we might see a Jai Hall transfer. You know, we definitely saw kind of what happened, you know, on social media. We followed along there. And uh, it seemed like he had some ups and downs this year, but that's okay. That's part of the learning curve. We did see him get on the field in a national championship. And again, I think that speaks volumes. You can't knock what uh, Ja'Cory Brooks was able to do as well. He, he played a lot more than any of those other freshmen 
at Alabama. So that is going to be another guy on our watch list there. And JoJo Earl. Still curious why we didn't see JoJo Earl this year. I think he is just a dynamic, dynamic player. And being at Alabama, I'm not going to knock him for not seeing that field right out of the gates because I do believe in the talent heavily. But I'm going to be a little stubborn there. So we'll see. So that's three guys from Alabama. You got to still pay attention to Emeka Egbuka. There's going to be some opportunity with Olave, with Wilson moving on from Ohio State. And Emeka Egbuka really showed us some good things in the return game. And I do think that's telling as to a player, um, you know, what they're able to do in the open field. And, and, you know, it should lead to some opportunities on the offensive side of the field. But he got outproduced by another freshman who's on our watch list as well from Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr. Just a stud, absolutely destroyed. You saw what he could do and you saw how he finished the year. Just an absolute stud, a guy we loved early on in the process. And I'm just happy he got to see the field as much as he did this year in such a loaded wide receiver room. I think the sky's the limit there, so pay attention. Chris Hilton at LSU is going to have a great opportunity with Kayshawn moving on. We have Mario Williams transferring into USC following his coach, Lincoln Riley, from Oklahoma. So that's going to be another guy that's got to be on the watch list. Deion Smith at LSU. And then one of my favorites, Xavier Worthy, going to be on this watch list at Texas. Had some enormous games. And, hey, we got Quinn Ewers showing up in Texas. So that could be very, very interesting with the arm strength of Quinn Ewers to go with the speed of Xavier Worthy and what he was able to do this year. And then, uh, you know, pay attention to Troy Franklin, who was another guy that I thought would play a lot more. Uh, But coaching changes are coming. Coaching changes are coming for Oregon. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, Troy Franklin gets on the field. He's bulked up a little bit. And uh, pay attention there. But that is it. That is it for your Wide Receiver Elite Seeker Awards watch list for next season. Some guys that have flashed, some guys that we thought would see the field earlier and more often, but just didn't. But we still believe in the talent of the guys mentioned, and uh, you should too. So definitely keep an eye, and we will see which one of these you know, groups or, or guys go out there and just ball out, because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for that elite, elite ceiling. So let's finish up with our last position that we're going to look at. That is the tight end group. Time to give out some awards and talk about the watch list. It is the tight end show, and we are going to go with the Fighting Irishes. Michael Mayer, six foot four, two hundred and fifty pounds, and just an absolute beast. The type of tight end that you know, is really going to be coveted at the next level. He can go out there and block with the best of them, but he has hands that are just incredible and route running skills that are beyond his years and definitely beyond his position. I mean, this is a guy that I believe not only that he has top five tight end potential at the NFL level, but I really believe that Michael Mayer has top 10 NFL draft status. I think he is a guy that we are going to see go in the top 10 picks of the first round in 2023. And that's, you know, really just speaks to his overall skill set. I think any team that adds a guy like Michael Mayer is going to just absolutely explode. 
And we know he started the year slow. Like first game out of the gates, one catch, five yards. People are like, what's going on? What's going on with Michael Mayer? Boom. Then he just starts going crazy. Seven catches, eight catches, five catches, four, four, seven, three, nine, seven. Put up some big games. 105 yards against Stanford. 72 yards against Oklahoma State. Georgia Tech, he puts up 86 yards and a touchdown. 84 yards and a touchdown against Virginia. 93 yards against Cincinnati, who we saw there at the end of the year in the college football playoff. This is just a dude. Michael Mayer is a dude. And if you watch him, you'll be excited. It's just a guy that you got to have, regardless of tight end premium or not, for the type of league you're playing in. It doesn't really matter. This guy can just play. It wasn't close for me. was not close. I think there's some other good tight end prospects. Again, we're talking about an elite tight end prospect. Very different than a Kyle Pitts. Again, this is a more well-rounded tight end, but I believe in the right offense, he has that potential to explode on the scene early on. I know tight ends usually take some time to develop, but I believe early on in the process, he can vault himself into that top five category. So uh, Michael Mayer, easily the all-elite seeker award winner at the tight end position. So Michael Mayer, Shout out to you. You are a beast at the tight end position. Go get you some. Finish up your college career strong because we know you will be in that NFL draft in 2023. Now we got to finish up and talk about the watch list at the tight end position. So Brock Bowers obviously runs away with that. He is the clear front runner right now. We saw what type of speed this kid possesses. Just burst on the scene. And this is a place where, you know, he had to go up against Darnell Washington and, uh, you know, just went out there and showed out on a national championship team as a true freshman. So Brock Bowers, just with that blazing speed, it's a no-brainer. You definitely would love to see a little more size, but I think that speed more than makes up for it. Another guy on the watch list, Michael Trigg, currently in the transfer portal. So let's pay attention where he goes. Um, not sure if he's going to end up back at SC or, or if he's going to move on from there. But Michael Trigg is a big-time basketball-level athlete who just has great hands and really showed us some amazing clips when he checked out the training camp, when he saw what they did over the summer at USC. So, you know, he's, he's trying to find his place, but I think the potential is there. Jatavion Sanders at Texas with Quinn Ewers coming in. Going to be a great opportunity for him to step up and show some of his talent. Elijah Arroyo out there at University of Miami. Thomas Fadone dealt with the injuries. So, weren't able to see what we saw, wanted to see from him. But um, some guys that, you know, have some potential. But Brock Bowers, uh, head and shoulders above the other group. I think Michael Trigg is the other one. I'm pretty excited about as well as Jatavion Sanders. Uh, but again, these guys got to get an opportunity. They're elite athletes, but there's a lot more to the game to develop yourself into an elite level tight end. So let's pay attention. These are some ones to watch. Hope you enjoyed it. That is our All Elite Seeker watch list for the tight ends. And now you've officially got the All Elite Seeker awards out. It's now time to jump into recruiting. We'll probably start off with uh, you know, the All-American Bowl next week. Again, I wanted to put some thought behind that. I wanted to finish up this award show. So I'll give you my thoughts there. I know there's some other stuff out there. And uh, hey, hit me up anytime. The DMs are always open. At the Ben EB on Twitter. And I got you. I appreciate you rocking with us. Let's close it out with the quote of the show.
The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So quit talking about these big goals and, and you know telling us about them or thinking about them. Just make one little move towards that direction. Go out there, take that first step, start making some things happen for yourself. I believe in you. Let's get it done. I got big goals and I'm trying to do the same thing. So definitely, definitely appreciate all the love, all the support that has come since the show picked back up here for January. And I look forward to rocking with you all the way through 2022. That's all I got. Elite Seekers out. Oh,